0: You are listening to the Scaling to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Christina Bernhardt, and this is episode 131. We are talking about the balance between setting boundaries and being flexible enough to serve your clients. So, you know, where is that line? Most of us Often have to learn how to set boundaries. It's a hot topic. It's something I hear about all of the time. And I personally definitely have a journey in setting boundaries. Whenever I first started, I had no boundaries. <laughs> when I say I had no boundaries, I mean I was an absolute just oh my God. It was it was so bad. It was just chaotic. It was a complete shit show. Like when I first first started. I first started my business whenever I was working in the corporate world. I had no clue what I was doing, and I started it on the side because I always wanted to work for myself, and like, there's a whole story there, but I was really determined to figure it out, and I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself, especially outside of the corporate world. I had a lot of confidence in the corporate world, not initially, but I built it up and taking myself out of that corporate setting that I was really comfortable in and going into this, like, you know, where I'm branding myself and trying to get clients, I just had zero confidence, right? So I would sign on any kind of client that needed marketing help that would sign me and they're willing to pay me. I had no contracts, like not even kidding. I, I did everything off of a verbal agreement. I will say, most of the time it was fine, but obviously don't recommend that. I did, obviously, like as you're probably not super surprised, I did get burned eventually. No contracts. I would do the work and then ask for the money. Of course, I've had someone that just didn't pay me and totally ghosted me after I like built their entire funnel. And, you know, things like that. That's what happens when you just sign on anyone and you don't have contracts and you don't ask for anything up (laughs) front, like all these things. They could contact my cell phone at any time. I gave out my cell number to all of my clients and they could contact me at any time. Literally, they could just call me up. It's crazy to me now. And I charged very little. Like I had, you know, unreasonable turnaround times were fine. Like, all, all these things, right, that you should never do. And of course, all of that would, if I had kept all of those things up, I would have never been able to ever, ever build a sustainable business. I would have eventually just hit burnout and just been completely useless. So boundaries are incredibly important. So I don't want to paint the picture that they aren't important. They're so, so important. But I do want to talk about and just bring up the conversation of when is it too far? You know, when are we being too rigid to where we're not really being there for our clients and kind of, you know really serving them in a way where they know that we have their back. And I think that this is a really fine line and some of it comes down to personally how you run your business and who you are as a person. But I want to just bring up the conversation and I have thoughts on how, you know, I'm going to share how I do it and how I view it and some suggestions that I have on how you can really find out where this line is for you and where you fall, you know, in each side of it because they're both incredibly important. We want to serve our clients, that's really important, and we also don't want to, you know, be running into burnout or be hustling or running ourselves into the ground either. Let's talk about first I will start with examples of boundaries that I put in place. So if you're not exactly sure what I mean by boundaries, and more tactical examples. Some things that I implemented over time was a 24 to 48-hour response time. So my response time used to be immediate. (laughs) Well, obviously, whenever you grow your business, that's not really ideal. I also do love to travel, so it's not unlike me to be in different time zones. So that 24-hour time, it is a rolling time. We don't actually do office hours because our... Clients are all global and sometimes I'm even in different time zones. So they just don't, they don't make sense for my business, but we just do a rolling 24 to 48 hour response time. Do many of my clients hear from me within an hour or two? Yes, but there are times where they don't and it's, it might be the next day, but having that in place. And I mean, now I have a team and we're all like in the Slack channels and stuff like that. So likely you're going to get a response from someone anyway, like pretty quickly But even when it was just me, though, I implemented that 24-hour response time. And that really, really did help my anxiety so, so much. Also, turnaround time. This is huge. So there have been, I'm sure, if you are a service provider or maybe you've worked with service providers and you often are asking for a tight turnaround time. You know, it takes time to do really good work. And I used to always be like, sure, we can get the campaign up then. And I finally just stopped doing that because it made it where, especially whenever I had a creative team, now I have a copywriter and designer who do all the ad copy and ad graphics and things like that. And I would have to put pressure on them. I don't want to be doing that either. So I implemented that. Like our turnaround time, there are times where we, Do our very best to squeeze something out quickly, but I don't ever promise something like that. And it's made very, very clear what our campaign prep time is. And another example is how soon someone can book a call with me. People used to be able to just pop up on my calendar whenever, and then I would have like no time to prep. I mean, that's really just a flaw in my own system. But that was one boundary that there are certain calls that need to be pushed out a certain amount of time so that I can do adequate prep for them. And then also just following our systems for campaign prep and any kind of execution. For example, if someone wants to send me assets through Facebook Messenger or something like that's an absolute no. We need it through our system. And or if they want to like skip steps things like that. Anytime there's a mistake that's happened, if you go back to find out what happened, it's usually that something was done out of the system. Our system works incredibly well. So I really, really always push that to be our system and it has to be done. So those are just some examples. You probably have many examples of your own that maybe you've implemented or maybe you know would be helpful if you did implement them. But you know, this kind of brings up the question, once we put out all of these boundaries in place, How harsh do we need to be to stick to our boundaries? And this is completely personal, but I would say, as a prerequisite, before even trying to figure out what this looks like for you, you have to really stay in tune with your mental health and how you feel. Because that's, you know, whenever we're kind of, you know, deciding to be flexible in order to serve our clients, usually what gets impacted the most is our mental health or just how we feel about it. Because us resenting our clients is not good for anyone. So we need to make sure, you know, how do we feel about going out of our way to do this extra step or whatever it is to go outside of our boundaries that we initially set? And also just how is our mental health overall? Are you going through something, you know, is there something external to the client that you're going through that you might not be able to like emotionally handle going outside of your boundaries, like being really in tune with this will really help you to know if it's a good idea or not to make some sort of exception. And I think understanding your capacity is so important for so many reasons, but also for this, it's so important to stay really dialed in, in real time. And the reason that I say this is because my clients are very high caliber women. They are extremely ambitious. They are out there doing very, very important work. They're very highly accomplished women. And I, because of that, there's a portion of them where I have seen and witnessed the craziest cases of burnout that have been so like, teaching for me. So insightful because it's really helped me stay in check and realize how important it really is because I have workaholic tendencies. (laughs) I am a recovering workaholic is um, how I like to describe it. So I used to work around the clock, would be like hustling all the time, like all the things. And I loved it. And I still do that sometimes because I just love what I do. But before I've done it in ways that weren't really serving me. It wasn't because I was overly excited. It was because, you know, I just felt like to be worthy, you just need to work really, really hard. And yes, you do need to work really hard. Building a business is not easy as anyone who's listening to this and has a business, you know, it's not easy, but you know, the hustling, the workaholic thing is just not, (laughs) it's not the way long-term. And I've seen and witnessed clients like completely pause their business for months because they can't get out of bed. I've seen like the craziest cases of burnout and that has always helped me to really keep that in check for me. And so I I believe that you know in order to know to truly know if it's okay to step outside of your boundary, to be flexible at all, you have to be dialed in with where you're at in that you know, burnout meter? Are you close to being burnt out? Are you on the edge? Are you just barely making it? If that's the case, then, um, it's probably best to stick super strict into your boundaries until you have some more space. So whenever you are deciding, you know, should you stick super harsh into your boundaries or not? I mean, you have two options and there's no wrong answer here. So you can have your harsh lines, and decide that you will never, ever make exceptions. Like, these are my boundaries. No matter the circumstances, this is what I'm holding. And that's fine. That's totally up to you. And then the other thing that you can do is you can, for the most part, hold your boundaries, right? But you can be flexible on a case-by-case basis, which this is what we do in the agency. This is what I do. And, you know, you can base this on... A few things. So you can base it on your relationship with the client. You can base it on the specific circumstances, your current capacity, and really, really important, your current mental health, which this requires you to stay in tune and really dialed in, like I mentioned, very dialed in in real time. And like, I say in real time because I see so many people who are on top of the world, they're launching, they got high energy, and then they boom, crash. Because there were definitely probably signs along the way that maybe they ignored, maybe they felt and they ignored it, or maybe they just weren't in tune enough with themselves to recognize those signs. And it feels like overnight, They just woke up one day and wanted nothing to do with their business. So, if you stay dialed in in real time, you can catch these things far before they get to that point. So, those are some things you can base it on. But I will tell you one thing that helps a lot, and this is how I'm able to stay a little bit more flexible. And I'm not saying that if someone's like, I want to campaign up tomorrow, (laughs) we'll do it because. That's not even possible. Like, I won't even entertain that idea. But, you know, there are times where we are flexible. And one thing that helps with that is that I have space. Having space allows you to be flexible with very little sacrifice. So if I'm in a place where, you know, I'm completely in over my head, obviously, like, Again, those harsh lines like these are our boundaries. This is what's in the contract. This is what I can do. But if you have space, if I'm in a place where I have time and I have a mental capacity that's very spacious to do that, you know, or if I have that, I'm able to actually be more flexible and it's not really a big deal. It's not going to cause resentment. It's not going to push me closer to burnout. It's not going to hurt my mental health. I have space. I have the time to do it and I have the capacity to do it. So to have that, you really need to hire and outsource before you're ready. That is huge, huge, huge. That's something I've done. Luckily, I've done from the very beginning of my business. This actually was not a lesson I ever had to learn the hard way. I've always hired before I needed it and I will continue to do it because I've seen the benefits of it firsthand and I will always do this. And the second thing is to create systems even if you have to pull all-nighters. <laughs> and I know we're talking about burnout here and I'm not condoning like working through the night or whatever, but just like literally I mean, I stayed up so late so many times to create these systems, to create training videos and training manuals for teams, for team members I didn't even have yet, just people I wanted to hire one day. Like every task that I was doing, I was documenting, and I highly, highly recommend doing that. If I went back, I would pull all those all-nighters all over again, and I would (laughs) do it again to have the, the space and the time that I have now. It was so incredibly worth it. I don't know that there's anything any kind of work that was more worth it than that because the benefits that I'm reaping now from that is absolutely incredible. So create those systems, hire, outsource before you're ready. There's so many resources on this stuff, but do what you need to do to have space in your business because this really allows you to be even more high touch with your clients and you have the time and the capacity to be flexible. And that's that's hugely important. Some reasons why I like to be flexible personally And again, if you want to do harsh lines to your boundaries, there is no judgment here. I completely understand like especially if you are in a place where you are headed towards burnout, it is not worth it. It's not worth it. You can't even serve them properly anyway if you are about to burn out. You're also just going to resent them and there goes your relationship. I mean, just keep doing that for a few months and see how how great your relationship is with your clients. It's just not, it's not good for anyone. But if you do have that space and you have that, I personally like to be flexible for a number of reasons. The first one is just kind of the nature of what I do. We do big launches. They're big investments during launches. You know, there are many times where you have to pivot in the middle of the launch. That's not really a part of our system as far as, I mean, we're always optimizing the campaigns. Of course we do that every single day, but when it comes to like, I want an entirely new campaign up in real time, sometimes we have to scrap some things together during launches because we're just, the client is pivoting and we need to be flexible during those times. And of course, you know, To some extent, like there needs to be some boundaries, and again, a lot of this really depends on mental health and capacity and all of that, but whenever you do have that space, you're able to do that, and we're prepared to do things like that. It honestly rarely happens, actually, that we need to do a random new campaign or something, but it does happen. There are times where I've had clients that are like that masterclass was terrible or it didn't record or it didn't, whatever. I want to do another one. Like let's, you know, find some more people, things like that. So the nature of what we do, being flexible really, really serves our clients. Another reason is uh, to stand out because there are, you know, a lot. I've heard from my clients that a lot of past agencies that they've worked with were so rigid in what they were willing to offer that they weren't able to work with them at all. And they just found themselves in tough situations a lot of the times because of this. I think it's really important to stand out. But also another big reason is that I genuinely love what I do. And I only sign clients that I love. Like all of my clients are so amazing. I could go on and on about how amazing these women are. And I genuinely want to help them. I believe in their work and I want them to succeed. And that drive in me just makes it kind of a no brainer. If they need something, even if it is last minute, I know that, you know, I have a great relationship with my clients and I don't have any clients that are ever trying to push boundaries or anything like that. If they ever come to me in the middle of launch, or they know that they're asking something that is outside of my boundaries. It is always, I completely understand if you can't do this, you know, is there any way, how could we make this work? You know, it's always approaching it like that, not like in a demanding, you know, you need to do this for me. This is what I want kind of way. We all have great relationships. So that really does change things too, because that kind of takes out or not kind of, that really takes out the whole resentment factor, which can be a huge downfall of being flexible in in this way. And I just think it's really important to serve your clients on that kind of level, especially if you are a service provider that does something, you know, that's more if you have a higher ticket service or a higher skilled service that you're providing. My clients are paying me a good amount of money. They're really trusting me to manage their investment because they're also having me control their ad spend, which is thousands of dollars a month. So I, you know, being high touch, being very flexible and spacious with them is incredibly important to me. So that is my thoughts. And hopefully you found something helpful in here. Definitely make sure you have space, but my best advice for this is to be incredibly dialed in, in real time to your mental health your capacity, and how close or far are you from burning out. That's going to be the biggest factor in deciding on a case-by-case basis or in general, if you are able to be flexible with your boundaries in any sort of way. So that is what I have for you today. Hopefully you found this helpful and this gives you some clarity or some starting points to figure out what you should do and you know what kind of business you want to run, what kind of business owner you want to be, what kind of service provider you want to be. This is going to be really, really important for the longevity of your business and also just how well you're able to do what you do. But that is what I have for you today. I will see you guys next week.